Welcome back to Field Notes by Ag Choice, an educational podcast focused on inspiring growth in our families, businesses, and rural communities. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Sadison, and joining me today is Mike Hosterman, Ag Choice Ag Business Consultant. If you own or operate a farm business, chances are you often think about how you compare to your peers. Are they controlling their input costs better than you? Do they have greater outputs per unit? How do their gross margins compare? On today's podcast, Mike will help us learn more about benchmarking, why it is important, and how to get started. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Rachel, it's glad to be here. So, Mike, let's start with the why. You've helped many farm operations over the years, whether it is through a formal benchmarking program or simply a farm comparing themselves year over year. Why is benchmarking valuable to farms? Rachel, I'm going to do it this way and say, to me, it's a checkup. Uh, and the analogy I'll use is most of us go to the dentist to get a checkup to keep our teeth and gums healthy, or we go to the doctor annually for a checkup to stay healthy. Benchmarking is your business's checkup. It's, it's an effective way to see where you are and help you make a plan for where you are going. Uh, benchmarking includes comparing your business performance to previous years, uh, comparing your business performance to others with similar operations. Whether you're comparing to others or to yourself, benchmarking in both those forms can help you find weaknesses where within your operation so you can make improvements to be stronger and more profitable. Comparing your farm to previous years allows you to assess positive and negative changes in your operation that you might not have otherwise realized or found. Comparing your farm to your peers shows you how your business stacks up however don't always strive to be average you know average is good each year but really we lose the bottom 10 to 20 percent of our operations each year so it's good to be trying to strive to be in that top part of the and or the businesses each year so you're not in that bottom portion which is usually what we see drop off Thanks, Mike. So benchmarking can cover a lot of areas. What key aspects do you recommend farmers consider when they approach benchmarking? Well, I get asked that question a lot, Rachel, and there there are many things we can benchmark ourselves to. It can be our financials, our income statement. It can be herd performance. Uh, It could be our crop practices and yields. The key to me is to be sure what you are benchmarking and have your records for these areas in place and in good form before you do that comparison. Uh, The records are the key. Uh, There's an old adage I've heard for years doing this job, garbage in, garbage out. So if we have poor records, the comparison you get is gonna be swayed by your data. So the better data we have, the easier it is to do that comparison. So make sure when you uh, are thinking about benchmarking, get your records in order first. I believe producers do need to be careful when comparing to others though. Data is not always collected or stored the same way, and especially if not compared from the same system. Benchmarks can be calculated differently, and if you're comparing apples to bananas, you know, it may not be giving you fair results or fair comparisons. The key to your comparisons to others is make sure that you try to do it from the same type of program, whether that could be the Ag Choice Dairy SPR, or if you're with another accountant who does benchmarking that's compared from their system, because each of us may calculate our benchmarks slightly different. Uh, So just know that as you go into and get prepared to do benchmarking. Uh, Benchmarking is better done though when it's year after year. If you do it just once, all you're able to really do is compare to the others. 
And I really think it's important as you're thinking about benchmarking, it's a long-term thing, and you're really trying to compare yourself to yourself over time. Uh, to get a better understanding, are we making the progress we want? Are we improving or getting worse? It gives you the ability to try to see where you're going from year to year. And are, are again, the decisions you make each year making a, your business better. When doing financial benchmarking, we do believe every business has five keys to profitability, and you should be really comparing these. And any business, I don't care if you're dairy, a crop, or let's just pick on an automotive industry, maybe you're GM, but you really look at your volume. Uh, the amount of product or, uh, produced per unit, uh, your milk output, how much volume do you have and are we operating at a full volume? Look at your efficiency measures, your variable cost. Uh, again, a gross margin measure we use in our benchmarking is a key to this. How efficiently would we take every dollar of income and convert it to that gross margin to cover our debt and our other overheads? Then you need to look at your capacity or your overhead. Where does it stack up to others? And obviously in each industry you benchmark in, we have certain industry skills. That's my fourth one. And industry skills need to be compared, but with standard measures and standard business practices. And then finally, look at your cost control. How does our overall cost compare from year to year and to others? So I'm gonna stick with my analogy about going to the dentist. To me, as you prepare to do benchmarking, if you're going to the dentist on a regular basis, usually not just one checkup a year. We normally go to the dentist twice a year. And when done doing benchmarking, I think it's good to do it more than once a year. And by that, I mean, you do your benchmark, let's just say in the spring, know where you were, get that comparison, but you need to do that action plan or that health checkup plan to say, okay, I'm having some issues, what are the next steps? And then you go back to find out, are we making progress even before you get to your next annual benchmarking? You come back in the fall of the year and have that second checkup to say, am I making the progress I intended this year? So again, I do think it really is a health checkup for your business. Thanks, Mike. That's some great information. And I like the, the comparison there to the checkup. So for a farm looking to get started in benchmarking, what suggestions do you have, Mike? Well, I'm going to start by saying, Rachel, uh, when you're doing benchmarking, again, I already mentioned earlier as you, as you uh Start benchmarking, have your records in order. Consistency is important in benchmarking. So be sure to calculate your benchmark factors the same each year, year after year. Otherwise, you may be getting inaccurate data in your benchmark analysis. So again, records and how you do it are important. Don't make major changes to your records each year just to try to make your benchmark look better. And the example I'll give you there is, I've had farms that when you do a culling comparison, in our one benchmark program for dairy, we compare calling reasons, reasons animals leave the herd. And if you have a high injury rate, it can be just the way you code your cows. Maybe instead of having cows called for lameness, you put it under injury. So when you adjust it to another category, that category may be high. So just be consistent in your record keeping the way you do it so that your benchmark year after year gives you the ability to compare your decisions. Are we getting the results we intended from our decision making? Compare your financials as another, on an accrual basis. Do not use a cash-based you know, benchmarking system because cash in, cash out is a poor way to do it. So to do that, you have to make sure you have year-end balance sheets. To do an accrual analysis, you must do a year-end balance sheet. And that year-end balance sheet, if we are not putting good inventories on there, uh, payables, do we owe anyone for money? And the example I'll use there is, 
In our inventory, we put the feed that was just delivered to the farm. We have the feed in your inventory, but did you pay for it? Even though it may not be a past due bill, you have a payable for that feed that we're including in your inventory. So make sure we're doing a year-end balance sheet, either December 31st, January 1st, if you're a fiscal year-end business, and do it consistently every year, reporting all your inventories, all your payables, all your receivables. Uh, to get started on this, I also look for a benchmark ser benchmarking service to help you. Many benchmarking programs are offered by organizations or consultants out there. These programs can help you gain access to a broader, more accurate database and comparable operations. And again, it's important to have a comparable operation. It is sometimes hard for a 50 cal dairy to compare themselves and let's exaggerate to a 5,000 cal dairy in Pennsylvania. So try to make sure your, your service can provide you different size groups to help you compare to a comparable operation. If you're a dairy farmer, consider joining the Ag Choice Dairy SPR program, or if you want a more detailed one, our Progressive Dairy Benchmark. But don't stop with benchmarking. Like I said before, using the twice a year dentist example, take time to assess your data, put an action plan together, and follow up and follow through. The follow through is the key to making your benchmark truly work for you. Find the weaknesses, put a plan together to improve it, and then follow through and make sure we're getting the results we wanted. So Mike, as we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, Rachel, benchmarking takes time. It's a good step to check the health of your business. And I think that's the key. Think of it as a health checkup. Like, like our bodies, we need to take care of them. Uh, benchmarking is a checkup and planning for your business. It can help keep your business healthy and headed in the right direction. And finally, most of us don't go on a major trip without a plan, and benchmarking can be a good tool to help you develop the roadmap or plan to move your business to where you want it. Mike, it's been great having you on the podcast here today, and thanks again for sharing your perspectives. Thank you, Rachel. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, plus subscribe and share it with a friend. As always, you can head over to agchoice.com slash podcast to view the transcript and listen to other episodes. To catch all the latest from us, follow along on Facebook and Instagram at Ag Choice Farm Credit.